right, guys and gals, welcome back to the Football Lab Podcast. As always, I'm Corey, joined by Jared and Adam. Um, a pretty exciting week three. Uh, we're going to dive right into it. Um, just to update the stats, uh, as of now, six top 25 teams have lost unranked opponents and five teams have lost teams ranked lower than them. Uh, this time last year, it was eight unranked and six top 25 upsets. Yeah, the uh, chaos continues. Just losing a little bit of steam this weekend. We almost, we almost blew those numbers out the water. There's a lot of teams that almost got upset this weekend. Yeah, there was a lot of teams that, that saved themselves. And uh, some some didn't. <laughs> we got like three or four that could have very easily gone, added to the unranked upset tally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was a fun week, though. I enjoyed a lot of the games. I've really enjoyed this season. I don't know if it's just I'm more into it or, or what it is. Just enjoyed uh, watching all the football. Yeah, it's been great. I didn't watch a ton this weekend. I watched all the morning games, and I went to the LSU game. And then when I got home, really the only thing on was Texas A&M and Miami. Um, yeah, that was a little bit of a letdown. This is an ugly game. But we'll get to that. Um, so the biggest news coming out of the weekend, Herm, Herm Edwards was fired from Arizona State. Um, there's a strong possibility that he was fired on the field while Eastern Michigan was celebrating and planting a MAC flag in the middle of their field. Um, it is a contender with Brett Bielema for the fastest firing of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely up there. And we talked about this on text. What, what was the worst firing? If he actually got fired on the field, Lane Kiffin on the tarmac or Herm Edwards on the field? I'll say the same thing I said in there. It depends on if the administrator that fired Kiffin was on the same plane as him and just waited until they land so it wasn't an awkward flight home. <laughs> That's the only thing that can make it worse. <laughs> Adam, can you tell me who Brett Bielema used to coach for? Ooh, um, West Virginia. Arkansas. Whew, close. <laughs> can you tell me who he currently coaches for? Ooh, um, Arizona you, State. No, no, no. <laughs> they just fucking took it. I'll give you a hint. It's a <laughs> school. What now? It's a Big Ten school. Ooh, that uh, that does not help me. Um, <laughs> let's see, Michigan, Ohio State. Definitely not either of those. Uh, I don't know why you'd even start with those. <laughs> um, Indiana. Uh, you had you had two, and you got the wrong one. I had three because I was in there too. Illinois. Illinois. There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, Nebraska also fired their defensive coordinator so at this point we're not sure if they're going to have any coaches left once the season wraps up yeah, I really thought Nebraska was going to pull it out like the first quarter I was like this is this well, is we, be went, like we went 0-2 on field games this weekend I know the field game yeah. was not, it right. not we got another field game this weekend what field game we got this weekend Arizona State fired coach yeah but it, it didn't have the same feel to me like, the Nebraska just felt like they were going to win yeah. a close game with their new coach. I'm still going to pick it because I do think I do think they can keep it within 16 of Utah. Uh, yeah. Could be wrong. All right. Uh, also, Nebraska has allegedly contacted Urban Meyer about their head, case, head coaching vacancy. Uh, Matt Campbell is still the odds-on favorite. I saw where Urban said he's not going to do it. And, like, I would, I, I'm so sick of him. Like, well, yeah. you realize even if he doesn't take a coaching job, he's still going to be on TV every week. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just sick of him. Like, how does he still have a job? Health conditions? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's his go-to excuse. Uh, 
UCLA and USC both had absolutely miserable turnouts through the game. UCLA, UCLA was much worse than USC, but USC had a primetime game. They're ranked in the top 10, and it was like 60% full. I, I don't get why that is. Like, why, why don't well, they go UCLA to the one, I understand, because the game is like, it's an 11 to kick here, so there it's like 8 or 9 in the morning. No, you I, drive 30 minutes across LA traffic just to get to the stadium. I'm more interested about why USC can't get players to come out or fans to come well, out. Well, we Jerry and I have talked about this. It's because there's better things to do in Los Angeles than go to the USC game. Yeah. Like what? Uh, I don't know anything in Los Angeles. But also, you got to think about the demographic of people that move there. They're not football people. It's it's tra- Yeah, you're right. It's your artsy fartsy types. It's your transplants. It's your. <laughs> I thought you were just about to say it's your trans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're there too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is not your football crowd in Los Angeles. Uh, I just, I, but it used to, I mean, they used to fill up, fill up the stadium, like when uh, you, at Lineart and stuff. This. Even then, they weren't filling out the stadiums for like a game against whoever they played this weekend. Who they even played this weekend? Stanford. No, yeah. that was two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't have the result on here because they must have won pretty big. Who did they play? They did beat up on Stanford. They played Fresno State. That's right, Fresno State because – Yeah, Jake Hayner got carted off the field, man. Some right. USC fans are saying that they're not going out because of how hot it is in LA right now. Dude, yeah, I mean, I went here. that in 93 degrees sun for two hours of the LSU game. But I, I've never, I've never watched a USC game where they have the big thermometer. I'm a big fan. Of, I talked, we talked about it last week, but I'm a big fan of the big thermometer on the field. <laughs> how else are you going to know what the field temperature yeah. is on the field? I want one of those in my house. That's a, the SEC on CBS should have trademarked that. Because they used to always show that at early Florida games. <laughs> Jared knows what I'm talking about. Yes. In <laughs> uh, SEC news, Auburn has yet to tweet out the final score of their Penn State game. Yeah, that's a bad look. Yeah. Wasn't there a team last year that refused to tweet out the score after they lost? Uh, was it Auburn? I feel like it was Texas when they lost to Kansas, but I could it be It was wrong. Texas. It was Texas after the Kansas loss. They never tweeted it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I did think I remember that. Dude, you have to admit, though, like maybe Kansas was just ramping up. That's all that was. Dude, don't let Kansas get hot. Dude. <laughs> Big 12 contender, Kansas? Hey, don't look now, but Vanderbilt's 3-1. and one. Dude, uh, you know what? Kansas is trying to get that Big 10 money. Trying to get an invite. Dude, I saw this on Reddit today. Uh, they were like nine years ago, Auburn in Missouri played for the SEC championship. <laughs> and this year they're contending to see who's the worst team in the East and the West. Well, Dude, the worst team in the SEC. Cause I think Vandy beats both of them. I think Vandy beats both of them too. And I don't think it's particularly close against Missouri. I don't either. Missouri is bad, bad. They were saying that the Missouri-Auburn game uh, it's going to be a battle of uh, who gets who gets to never coach again. <laughs> yeah, I mean Harson. Uh, he's he's. There's done. no way he survived the season if they don't go like 
No, nah, they're going to fire him. I'm looking at their football schedule real quick. Auburn is the new I'll tell Nebraska. You, same team they play. What's their, how many wins they got so far? Who, two? Auburn? Yeah, one? two. I think Auburn only has one. It wouldn't surprise me if there was only one. No, no, they, no I think they've uh, they've got two wins. Let's see. Two, they, Auburn, two wins. They beat Mercer and they beat San Jose State. Oh, uh, that's right. They, they barely beat San Jose State. Yeah, they beat them 24 All right, so Missouri – Let's say LSU. Oh, dude, look at this murderer's row. LSU, LSU, Georgia, then Ole Miss, then Auburn, then Mississippi State. Mississippi State, Arkansas. Yeah, oh, no, God. You, that's a lot of offense coming at you. Yeah, yeah. so they're going to – if they a lose lot of this Missouri offense. game, if they lose the Missouri game, he's done. But, yeah, LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. Then you get a reprieve I mean, with Western Kentucky. My point the is, they're, after well, Missouri, the next five opponents all have good offenses. That does not include Texas A&M. Dude, there's a chance that they may only win one, two more games. Lucky, there's, there's, there's a pretty, key, good, chance, a pretty good chance they don't win another game. <laughs> Maybe Western sure. Kentucky. Uh, yeah, Western Kentucky. I could saw this up. the other day. So, Notre Dame plays UNC, then BYU, then Stanford, then UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson, and Navy. So they could really say go into the Navy game at like one and eight. That's brutal. Yeah. Did, you, did anybody see the uh, Notre Dame offensive coordinator screaming at yes. uh, Pine? So <laughs> happy that we left that guy in South Bend, Indiana. Or thank yeah. you, actually, thank you, Notre Dame, for overpaying him. Yeah, really. Do your job. The whole team's depending on you. Yeah, you're missing. No color. pressure, kid. Dude, that was nuts. I watched that. The Notre Dame guy. Yeah. I need to go to church. <laughs> right next to Jesus. I thought I thought they were the they were supposed to be like the religious. No, ones. Not any, anymore. Mark Stream is practicing on Sundays, and uh, what's his face is yelling cuss words in the press box. Yeah, not, not my Notre Dame. That's all I'll say. All right, should we get on to the reviews? Let's get on. Let's hear, let's hear Adam talk about Bama beating the crap out of ULM. A real exciting matchup. You know, they they actually – this is going to sound crazy, but they didn't – there's times where they didn't look great. That doesn't I'm, surprise me. I mean, Bryce Young, he made some bad throws. Couldn't really run the ball to start. Um, I don't know. Let it me guess. Kind of a, you know, gave Jameer Gibbs like – Three or four carries on the first drive, and then he didn't see the field again. Okay, until so, so, once again, don't know a lot about football schemes, whatever. But I will say, Saban talked about, because they were asking him about, like, why are receivers, like, like where's, like, the deep passes? And I guess teams now are just running, I guess it, it's called split safeties. So, pretty much they take away the deep ball. And they pretty much just concede like twenty yard screen passes to us. So, you know, there's a there's a positive there. I mean, I guess I don't know. I haven't really I haven't the only game I watched with Texas and I mean I wasn't Well, Texas I think was like I mean Texas has obviously like they have I mean I'm saying they're as good as Alabama, but they have comparable talent. Yeah. This is this is the thing that I would be concerned about, Adam. If you go what are you look concerned at this, about, Jared? I mean, well, here's what you got. You got 500 yards of total offense, 236 passing, 273 rushing, and yeah. 8.6 yards a clip. Okay, none of that's bad. You got 23 
first downs. This is what's bad. Third down efficiency, one for six. Fourth down efficiency, one for three. Well, dude, we don't want to tell the world all you know our good third is, down Bryce, plays, bro. Bryce keeps, yeah, Bryce, you've changed the damn play. Dude. I, and you threw two picks. Yeah, well, he the, the, the picks he threw were actually pretty bad. Um, I mean, it's tough to get up for Louisiana Monroe, but. Yeah. I mean, I do. I, I, I don't know, dude. Revenge I, game. I really, I'm really looking forward to the Arkansas game. Before so, we move off of this, I got to know. I mean, three weeks in, and I want both of y'all's opinion on this. Is there a bigger transfer flop than Jermaine Burton right now? Yeah. But see, right. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know. Okay. I, you I, leave Jermaine Burton's on the field. But like I said, like, if the de- like the defense, if they're just taking away, like, all that stuff, like, and they're, like, pretty much conceding these short passes that we get 25 yards on, like, it's like, it is what it is. I kind of feel bad for Jermaine Burton though, because like I, I didn't have any ill will toward. I wanted him I to succeed, but I think I think this he'll is be fine. Bad. You don't remember like, the day, like early signing day, when he was supposed to commit to LSU and then didn't talk to LSU all day, only to sign with Georgia. Dude, I didn't know that it was like such a surprise get. I remember my buddy yeah, Daniel. The entire day me. was like, oh, him and uh, the guy from Maryland, Raheem Jarrett, all day we're waiting for these two guys to sign. Jared goes to Maryland after telling us he's not going to commit today, and then Jermaine Burton goes to Georgia. Well, that same thing just happened with us with uh, – oh. Uh, I'm not – I'm not ready to hit – I don't think of it in a minute. I just had a brain fart. I'm not ready to hit the panic button just yet. I feel like Arkansas game, if we get Harold back and JoJo, like, and then if we still can't get receivers open, then I'm going to hit the panic button. But – yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's Justin Haynes who I was thinking of. He, he didn't talk to George oh, yeah, all day yeah, yeah. and then committed to Bama. But he's a Georgia legacy, which was a huge miss. But, yeah. I, uh, by I the way, especially that guy's tearing it up. That uh, Haynes guy? Oh, yeah. He's a monster. His dad was Veron Haynes. He caught, like, the hobnail boot play. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Adam, I don't think you have. I can yeah. support. Yeah, I mean, that's not ringing any bells for me either. I'm going to be completely honest. That's, okay, so that's a Georgia thing, but <clears throat> happening against Tennessee. Anyway, big thing is, like, I don't understand how y'all can't get receivers open. I don't either. I can't. They suck. But y'all don't have, like, a burner, do you? Well, Tyler Harrell was supposed to be, like, the burner. And, I mean. I don't even see him on the stats. He's hurt because he's, hurt. he's okay. a bum. Okay, and Eli Ricks supposedly hurt too. But like I, Eli I mean, Ricks that guy is, is most like, certainly a bum. Yeah, like I don't know what's his deal. I don't know either. Just thought he'd come there, sit on the bench, get a championship, and still get drafted and probably the first. I'm year just right. hoping we 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 save our best games until until like later on. You know, you, you got a rough stretch of Texas or Arkansas. I mean, I know. You, Arkansas, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Bama, Ole Miss. I mean, uh, LSU, Ole Miss. You got one more game to, to clean this up, really. You Thank got Vandy next week. Vandy, I think, is going to be tougher than people think. Uh, Will uh, Anderson got his first touchdown. That was neat. Uh, I did That's see good. that. All right, moving cool. on. Let's move on. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, uh, Jerry, uh, Georgia once again dominates an opponent that people thought might keep close. Yeah, uh, the only thing I can say is uh, my whole Stetson Bennett is better than Spencer Rattler. That seems to have really panned out. I don't nah, see him so, so crazy. <laughs> it's his teammate's fault. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if you watched any of the game. There was an interception that he threw. He the just wheel threw route. straight to Yeah, the wheel route was not a great throw. Once he threw that wheel route, I was like, all right, wrap it up, boy. There's nothing funnier than hearing Todd Blackwich going, uh, what was he? Thinking, like. I was. I don't know. I don't know who you're showing that ball to. I'm willing to put Brock Bowers on my too early Heisman watch. I will say that Brock Bowers is got to be that guy one of is the so good. <laughs> athletes. And the thing I can't figure out when you watch him run, like he's kind of like lumbering. Like he's not. He doesn't seem like he would be that athletic. He's he long strides too. He's tall. Like he's like six five, six six, right? Yeah, he he's, is going to be an issue. I think he's six four. Either way, he is a monster. Yeah, he's an issue. He's an issue. He's a problem. Yeah, I mean, just if you shut him down, they just got Darnell Washington, who is who is six seven, coming out next. Yeah, and he he is trimmed down and is an athlete. He had a good catch in the game, and then like drug four defenders like a good five or six yards. There's only been two tight ends ever win the Heisman. It was. Last one was in 1949. I must say, I'm surprised any tight ends have won the Heisman. Two guys have won in 1949 and 1936. Was one of them Chuck Pignerick? I don't know who they are. Mike Ditka. Leon Hart and Larry Kelly. Never heard of them. Oh, Larry Kelly, my man. Yeah, Georgia looked absolutely dominant. I... It's crazy that they have had zero fall-off on their defensive side. Uh, I kind of figured the offense would be better. I mean, almost everyone came back. The offensive line, it's crazy, our offensive line. We are like three deep at every position. Same with tight end, same with wide receiver. We didn't even have our starting – we didn't have A.D. Mitchell, who's our number one wide out. He just stayed home because he's injured. Eric Gilbert didn't make the trip, which there's some rumblings coming out that he might – he might be having some issues, so – I just I, hope that he sticks it out and doesn't transfer again because I don't think transferring is going to fix his issues. I I don't think so either, and I think that's kind of the way it's being handled. And What's honestly, his issues? I, it's he's got mental health problems. I, it's what it's got to be, and no, he's a beast for him. But I don't I don't know if it's gonna I don't know if it's gonna work out if he's not able to keep it together. It's tough, man, because he is supremely talented. He just yeah. can't get it out of his own head. I mean, it's crazy to me to say, but he would probably be the best tight end on our team. But, yeah, he can't get out of his own way. And he's a, he's a monster. Yeah. Uh, but Georgia just <clears throat> just continues to roll. Georgia doesn't have a real opponent until Florida. Uh, our schedule is pretty terrible for the next month. So it, the Stetsman Bennett Heisman watch is probably going to gain some traction. <laughs> He's got my vote. I don't have you got vote. Florida, then you got Tennessee. Yeah, but that's a month from now. Kentucky. We play Kent State, Missouri, Auburn, Vandy. Then we have a bye week, and then we play Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky. That's kind of a tough stretch, but I wish I wish like y'all just have play Ohio State or Michigan during the regular season. That'd be sweet. I would love to play one of those teams right now because I just don't think they're on the same level. I think he I, I has need to play Ohio State, but I would love to play Penn State right now. That'd be a fun matchup. Because everybody's just like, "Oh, you got to shut up that SEC talk," and I'm like, oh, "Auburn doesn't count right now." No doubt, Auburn's terrible. Auburn's in a bad place. Somebody needs to give Auburn a hug. 
Like, I never no, thought that I would feel good. bad for Auburn. <laughs> All right. Uh, I really don't have anything to add. Uh, I mean, George is the only team so far that has showed no weakness. So far, yeah. I don't know what – I mean, I don't know what it would be. The quarterback. Our punter punted twice in that game. I think he's punted three times this year. He's probably the kicker, honestly. I mean, he's booming them from 40 and 50 yards, so no. sure. See, see, Jared, I'm telling you, you got to have these character builder games like that Alabama's having. You got to you gotta get in the trenches and really just grind Not, games out. So, so what we're going to do is lose to Bama in the SEC championship game again. That's our game plan. I, well, I don't, I don't think there's going to be two SEC teams in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. It's it's not. I would say that, but it's kind of looking like it could be one Pac-12, one Big Ten, and uh, it might be two SEC. I don't think there's an ACC or a Big Twelve team that is going to make it. Big Twelve, it would have to. You'd have to have Oklahoma, or Oklahoma State undefeated. Yeah, I don't know. Oklahoma is looking pretty good under Venables. I just don't know how we say this every year, and every year Ohio State drops a game. Oklahoma Everybody drops a game. game. Everybody drops a game. And then we end up right back where we are last year where there's a bunch of really good one-loss teams and a one-loss SEC champion somehow. Yeah. Well, it's because I think Bama gets in because of just who It's Bama's not our been. fault, dude. We ran into Calzada. <laughs> it's not our fault. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> he, he beat anybody on that night. Yeah, he's so good he can't even start for Auburn. Dude, yeah, I mean, not only four stock carbon, he's third string. I think he got dropped to fourth string. He's running scout team, Adam. Well, you that know, guy beat you last year. He's running hamburger squad. Bryce Young kept changing the fucking play, dude. LSU beats Mississippi State, 31-16. Uh, really fun game. Great atmosphere. Uh, wish the turnout would have been a little bit better, but it was still a lot of fun. Um, the Tigers look really good. The defense looked great. I mean, they pretty much shut Mississippi State down after the first quarter and a half. Um, if we can get the first half offense figured out, we're going to be pretty hard to beat. Dude, the sun goes down. LSU's a different team. Like, it felt that way in the stadium. Like, it was hot. Like, I've, there, I've been to hotter September games. But, dude, once that sun went down, it just – Somebody just turned the volume knob up like three notches. Dude, the, the, the pictures of the crowd was hilarious. Well, dude, that's the thing. A lot of people are very excited. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of us, but there's a good portion of us that are very excited. Um, I was actually surprised how empty the stadium was for the SEC home opener. I'm actually low-key dreading the Bama-LSU game for Death Valley this year. I feel like it's just going to be one of those games where the atmosphere gets to us. The good news is, it probably won't be. We probably won't have the on-field thermometer broken out that week. That's so, good. Yeah, it should be a cooler game. I don't know. I mean, it's a big win. Um, I mean, this game really, you know, it could lead to more down the road. But if we had lost this game, I think we would have. It pretty much almost been the end of the season right there. Can yeah. you control your own destiny? We still controlling on Destiny, man. Hey, dude, Florida State is don't let us somehow, get not, somehow not ranked. I don't get it, but yeah, they. Uh, I mean, they beat Louisville with a slew of injuries. Backup quarterback, they lost their best defender, and still won. 
Yeah. I mean, Louisville, they started off a little rough, but I mean, that that Cunningham, oh, Randall Cunningham. The, the issue they have is Cunningham is all they have. Yeah, that is true. I mean, they've got running backs and stuff, but at the end of the day, the offense runs through him. There's only so much one man can do. Um, moving on to Ole Miss game, Ole Miss beats the piss out of Georgia Tech, 42 nothing. Yeah, I flipped it over to this game for a second, saw the score. I told I Logan just... to take Ole Miss plus 16, and I'm pretty sure it was 14 nothing in the first quarter. It was. It was. They, I mean, they ran all over them. I texted my buddy. He's a Tech fan, and I was just like, so does Jeff Collins get fired uh, before Monday? And here we are Monday night. He's still a coach. You know, a lot of people were saying yesterday they were like they were having emergency meetings to like discuss his buyout. So I mean, I mean, I don't understand what buyout he has left. He's like at the end of his contract. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think Georgia Georgia Tech's are rolling in the money either. Well, they're rolling in the money. They just don't want to give any. Well, yeah, they play. Out. They actually place a premium on academics. Yeah, I mean, th- what about the losers, like nerds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They are the preeminent, I guess, provider of employees for anything space related. So, yeah, no, I don't think they're space that. nerds. <laughs> I don't think they're big on football right now. They haven't been big on football since the nineties, dude. But they were very excited when they hired Jeff Collins. Very I mean, excited. I was excited for them because it's like they're going to get away from the triple option. They're going to get a modern day offense. Things are going to start turn around for Ted. Losing Gibbs probably didn't help. Oh, no, it didn't help. But they, dude, it wouldn't matter. If Jameer Gibbs was still there, they'd still have gotten beaten 42-7. to And Jameer Gibbs would have scored that touchdown, maybe. They're bad. They're so bad. Can you Uh, believe I picked them as a dark horse to win the ACC last year? We both did. (laughs) We both did Jeff Collins Kool-Aid. Uh, Penn State smashes Auburn 41 to 12. I didn't get to watch any of this one except some highlights. But Penn State, I didn't watch much of this. Auburn, so I'll say this right now Penn State's got a true freshman running back that is good. He is very Saquon Barkley like. Well, good for them. He'll do great in the Big Ten, I'm sure. Yeah, they just got to stop producing the same. They got to stop producing the same quarterback. They got to get something else. They're right there. If they had a decent quarterback, they'd be a top team. But they're just they're limited by Clifford. Who produces a more average quarterback? Penn State or Texas A&M? <laughs> Auburn. <laughs> oh, I said average. I didn't say just flat out terrible. <laughs> uh I think it's Penn State by a mile. I'm looking at Penn State's schedule. They can cause some havoc. But they can Do they play Purdue at home or on the road? Um, Is Penn State played, not ranked? They beat Purdue by four. Oh yeah, that's right. That's week one. They, I mean, they no, played. Lost that game because it was at Penn State. They could beat Michigan. They could beat Ohio State. I could see them beating Michigan. I, I am not you, bought in. No one knows Michigan. what we have in Michigan right now because they haven't played anybody. Yeah, I, they I, basically I, played three FCS schools. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, they look great against those FCS schools, but still. So, okay, we'll just keep going down the line. I'm not going to jump out of order here. Uh, Arkansas turns it on late to survive an upset bid by Missouri State. So, did anybody know who the Missouri State coach was? Bob Petrino. Bob Petrino. 
Did anybody know what day it was in Arkansas? Family day. Family day. <laughs> <laughs> I saw all that before the game came out. Oh, like, man. Boy, Somebody in the Arkansas said, athletic department is the pettiest person alive. But no I'm doubt. Not. Well, Bobby Petrino almost caused Arkansas to have a heart, a heart attack. Dude. You would have needed I to mean, put a neck break on the stadium. Somebody <laughs> might have rushed the field and tried to shoot him if they'd have won that game. Oof. There's a legit Oof. possibility. I love Sam Pittman, and, I, and for that, I'm so grateful he didn't lose that game because that would be tough to come back from. That'd be like Ole Miss losing to Hugh Freeze. <laughs> yeah. that's Family day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing your daughter to work today. Uh, <laughs> Florida, I mean, Florida gets some of the luckiest breaks I've ever seen in my life to not lose to USF. Florida is two teams screwing up in the red zone away from being 0-3, which... Florida, Anthony Richardson has more t- t- uh, tackles than touchdown passes because he has zero touchdown passes. Yeah, I, I'm already feeling it in my bones that Tennessee is going to beat the break shoes off Florida. Uh, I just don't think they're very good. I don't think Where's they're Where's that good. game? Is it at? It's, at, it's in Knoxville. Oh, and God. it's a night game. And metal drum that they call. They were saying uh, a couple of my friends are like college fans here, and they were saying how like they're like worried because like I guess this happens when Tennessee's supposed to be pretty good that they have like a big home game and they go all out and like the, and then they just get drummed. I think so, this like, is different. So like they're like dude, like everything's going way too well. Unless they plan on just running Anthony Richardson as a running back. And uh, not can, letting dude, him throw the ball. His ankle is in trouble. Yeah, they they're not good. Oh, dude, perfect for us to play Tennessee right after they play Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be like twenty sixteen. Oh, oh no, they have a bye again. week in between. Is this? Know. Do you think this is um, the most like the most SC teams that have been ranked? Oh, like no. in the top twenty no. five? No. I think there's been way more before. There's probably been like a preseason poll where like nine of them are ranked. I mean, I know we're sitting at eight, but I'm pretty sure it's been as – I think it's been like 10 or 12 before. It's been like a stupid number before. Um, In the game that if you needed to go to sleep, definitely put you to sleep, uh, A&M wins over Miami 17-9. to Yeah, we were talking about this before the podcast started. A&M – uh, lost every statistical category and still beat Miami. Pretty sure Miami was the first team in college football history to get 26 first downs or more and not score a touchdown. Yeah, they couldn't put it away. I, well, I would say my boy Van Dyke didn't look great. Well, we, we're talking about yeah. this too. If they have the same issues Notre Dame does. They don't have wide receivers. Yeah, well, they had one, but he got hurt. He got hurt. And I'm not sure he would have made a difference. Dude, you say that, but all they, all the Jared, all they needed was one touchdown. That's true. That's true. All they needed I mean, was one Rich touchdown. Could, and he could have been the difference. Yeah. He could have been the difference maker. I will have to say, A and M looks like they have a legit defense, but their offense is they. Even with the switch to Max Johnson, they are in trouble on on offense. I mean, I didn't watch much of that game. I watched like literally the last last half of the fourth quarter, but. I've seen enough of Matt Johnson play football that I can picture in my head exactly how this game went. I mean, they 
they just can't move the ball down the field. And I, I don't understand how that's possible. With I don't some of the understand how their offensive line is so bad. They've recruited so well. How are they that bad on the offensive line? And, and just to uh, clarify, just to clarify, they I know they got the number one. It happens. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. I know they have the number one class from last year, but are going into this year. But they were in the like top ten for like since Jimbo's got there every year. Yeah, they're yeah, I mean, they don't have transfers. talent, and they haven't had a ton of transfers out. Dude, they had two hundred and sixty-four yards of total offense. That's embarrassing. That's awful. Sixteen first downs, four for twelve on third down efficiency. Oh, so bad. Uh, we talked about Florida State, Louisville already. Um, and our first miss on field of the week, uh, Oklahoma absolutely destroys Nebraska 49-14. And it wasn't even as close as the score indicates. Yeah, the field game didn't work. It, it was not a good Either Well, I'll give us a pass on the second one because that doesn't happen every day. But, yeah, yeah, Nebraska, the interim coach, he's no Ed Orgeron. I, well, I'll say this too. Nebraska came right out the gate, scored immediately, and you're like, "Oh, this is going to be a game." And then Oklahoma scored 49 unanswered. <laughs> they points. did absolutely nothing after that. <laughs> did we talk yeah. about Coach O in the Miami? Uh, uh, Coach O was at the Miami game in a Miami shirt with a blonde with big breasts. Yeah. <laughs> and other news. <laughs> yeah, in a story that you've heard already. The sky is blue. <laughs> he looks so happy though. I mean, would you be happy if you just got $17 million? After I heard that story he told about. (laughs) Yeah, what door? When do you want me to go and what door do I need to go out? Ed, we need you to finish the season. That's not what I agreed to. Dude, I would love to see Coach again. He's good. If he wants to, he'll. Even the coach and recruiting coordinator at the University of Miami at some point in the next few years. He's probably going to end up doing like Muschamp's doing in Georgia. It's the exact same thing. Just yeah, but he can't actually call a defense. I know, but I'm just saying, like, just let LSU pay his salary, and then he can work for somebody else. So you talk about a group of three guys you want to party with more than uh, Mario Cristobal, Coach O, and then their tiny offensive line coach, <laughs> Alex Mirabal. Yeah. Did you know Coach O is going to get drunk and pick that little guy up and start swinging him around? Yeah, no doubt. That guy must be a tech, like just a tactician when it comes to offensive line play. For him to be so little and an O line coach, it makes no well, sense. There's no way a person that small ever actually played offensive line. That's why it makes no sense. It's a bizarre thing to it's, me. It's strange. Um, and the craziest game in the morning slate for sure: Syracuse uh, wins against Purdue, thirty-two. Well, actually, I take that back. Not the craziest game. No, yeah, it was. It's I, up the there. App State game was at two thirty. Um, Syracuse beats Purdue. Uh, scored a touchdown with like 10 seconds left to take the lead. Yeah. Uh, one of the funnier plays, uh, somebody called it a thick six. One of the defensive tackles picked the ball and returned it for a touchdown. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had like uh, 40 points scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Awesome. So Syracuse, uh, would you say Dino Babers has saved his job? No, because they could still go three and nine. I guess that's fair, but man, it certainly looks like they're not going. I know, be dude. Bad. They win a couple. They finish, you know, middle of the ACC. He's definitely got another year. Yeah, I didn't realize that's where Garrett Trader ended up. I didn't either. But he's Adam. He, tell me who Garrett Trader used to play for. Ooh, the, he used to play for the Syracuse. He plays Syracuse now. 
What? He plays for Syracuse now. And their mascot's the orange. Dude, are you serious? He plays for Syracuse? Yeah. We're talking about the Syracuse game, Adam. Bro, I just literally – that was like the first guess. That's yeah, that's amazing. you're not paying attention and you just heard me say Syracuse like six times. No, no. I was watching uh, I was watching Jalen Hurts break off a 30-yard touchdown run. What, uh, what school did he used to play at? It's an uh, SEC school. Uh, oh, um, duh. Uh, you say duh, but you can't think of it. Duh. Um, <laughs> What's that team's name? Um, Arkansas. It's State. <laughs> well, my man. Yeah. Dude, I, honest, honest to God, the fact that I said Syracuse and like that's the same ballpark is it's amazing. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought of Tua's brother, and that's why I said Syracuse. Trainer was Tua's brother. I can't, I can't wait till you hear this recording tomorrow and just hear how not amazing you say Syracuse is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Notre Dame gets a lot of help from the referees to beat Cal. Uh, uh, boy. Yeah. Press See, sometimes box you just down. need your coordinator to just set you straight. Yeah. I mean, that was early in the game. Uh, I, I didn't watch much. I didn't see any of those ones. Notre Dame's got a long season in front of them. You want to talk about a more – they were the most overrated team of the preseason. I actually – Maybe kind of disagree with that. Actually, you're probably right, but I've got another team that's probably pretty close. Are we going to talk about them in a minute? Um, no, they're not actually on the list. So Michigan State. Oh yeah, Michigan State's up there, but I mean Notre Dame was five. I mean, Michigan State was like top ten. Yeah, but with no Kenneth Walker the third. Yeah, I, that, the Michigan State one was a little wild, but Notre Dame being five was just outrageous. Yeah, I mean they had the talent. They just to me, that was just Notre Dame being five because it's Notre Dame. For sure. For sure. Um, and probably the, oh, go ahead, sorry. Probably the biggest upset of the weekend, Tulane beats Kansas State. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Kansas State had a good year going, too. Yeah, they looked great the first couple games. That was but, a surprise drop. Uh, Adam, any thoughts on the Tulane-Kansas State game? Nah, I honestly – Never watch either one of those teams play football. <laughs> Oregon beats BYU 41 20. Uh, good win for Lanning. Yeah, I appreciate Oregon making that uh, Georgia first week win look even stronger. Because Oregon just beat number 12 BYU. Beat them pretty convincingly. Yeah. Uh, App State with another just insane game ending wins on a Hail Mary. Has there, has there been anybody in college football had a wilder three weeks than the city of Boone? Did y'all no. watch the, the sorority girls? Yes. Yes, I did. It, that, that's amazing. I was just expecting Link Kiffin to pop up somewhere and be like, hey, girls, it's all right. Everybody come come hug yeah. me. So for the people that, that actually listen to this podcast and don't know, week one, App State played UNC to the wire. Would they score 40 points in the fourth quarter? And they lost. Like 60, it, was six, well, the, it was combined like 60 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but they they went for a two point conversion to win the game, they missed it, and they lost. Well, then the next week they go to Texas A and M, beat number six Texas A and M, and then this week they beat Troy on what we all thought was going to be a letdown for App State. Went on a hell mary. I'll, I'll say it right now: <laughs> Chase Bryce for Heisman. <laughs> Did that dude transfer from Duke? He went from Clemson. To Northwestern, 
to Duke to App State. I'm pretty Welcome. sure that's the route he took. <laughs> Welcome home, my dude. Welcome home. I'm pretty sure that's what. So, he how mad would you be if you're an App State player and you stepped on a mousetrap <clears throat> just walking around the stadium? I'm sorry, what? What are you talking about? The App State. The did y'all not hear what the coaches did? Uh huh. They they put mouse traps all over the stadium because they were trying to tell the players like don't take the cheese like uh, don't, don't rat poison. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't I mean, hear about this. Even for save, I mean that's a saving move right there, dude. It, it it was there was rat traps all over App State Stadium. That's that's insane. <laughs> I was wrong. He didn't go to Northwestern, but he did go to Duke. Hunter Johnson is the one that went to Northwestern. Oh yeah. Uh, moving on. Kansas dominates Houston, man. Not only dominates Houston, but causes Houston to have an implosion on their own sideline. No doubt, they had a fight in the middle of their brawl breakout on their sideline. That's unreal. Kansas is back, baby. (laughs) I mean, as back as Kansas will ever get. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Was tempered back with expectations of average. Uh, Wake Forest almost drops one to Liberty. I didn't see the end of this game, but did it like a wild ending? Yeah, uh, Liberty. Two-point conversion. Yeah, Liberty oh, really? QB rolled out. It was one of those plays where like, if Liberty actually pulls it off, the OC is donned a genius, but because it didn't work out. They're just but like, they're coached by Hugh Freeze, who's a dirtbag, so it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Wake Forest survives. I think they're going to beat Clemson, though. Uh, I don't know, dude. Clemson's got the sick kid going on this year. Uh, I guess they do. Yeah. Oh, didn't she? Yeah. I read that. It's terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, oh, we actually were going to talk about the Michigan State game. They lose to Washington 39-28. Um, how, how about Penix Jr., man? Dude, I love that guy. He has really come on strong for Washington. He He is a guy that's found his home. He's a poor man's Malik Willis. So, so the thing I took away from this game is I think if like if we had to nominate one coach to go into like a one-on-one fight, I think I would do Mel Tucker. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, I don't, I don't, sure. I don't, I don't see him losing to any coach. Coach O. I mean, uh, active coach. Active coach. <laughs> because uh, yeah, Coach O, I'm pretty sure would kill an out. Like name another coach that you think could could take on Mel Tucker. In a fight, maybe yeah. Brian it has to be a head coach. Yeah, head coach. I mean, Brian Harson's uh, pretty jacked, but he's Billy Napier because he's got that fr- crazy Florida crackhead energy. That's true. <laughs> He'll shank you, man. Dude, he will. He does look like he came straight Dude, out. Of he's the definitely couch. wearing slide sandals with white socks, and he's got a knife in one of those socks. Dude, he is a Walmart outfit away from just being picked up for vagrancy. <laughs> <laughs> Texas survives UTSA. Uh, UTSA kept it close for a while, but uh, Texas eventually just had more talent. Yeah, the, thank God Texas had more talent because UTSA was trying to make it a game. Texas, Texas is really beat up right now. So I guess that te- technically makes Texas the state champions of Texas right now? Uh, yeah, I think they're the only... Bro, yeah. Texas is good. They're good, all right? That's it. They're good. They're I, I, do top 10. Is, I do believe I think Texas is. I think a fully, Texas, a fully healthy Texas team is definitely a top 10 team. 
So you did not beat a fully healthy Texas team. See, I think they're a couple of years away for just recruiting depth. Depth is key. And oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's what we're seeing right now is they have no depth. Their frontline yeah. guys are good. They just don't have depth. Uh, I didn't. I forgot to put this in the Jeez. in the news. It just made me think of it. Um, Overshawn, they're starting outside line. Oh yeah, so he didn't actually get arrested. He just got he uh, got reported by two four seven that he got arrested. Yeah, he was like a summons or something for a misdemeanor back in like December. <laughs> but apparently, the reporter did follow up, and the officer falsely reported that he had been arrested. That's <laughs> so. Well, he DM'd over Sean and, like, apologized to him. Yeah, I did see that. Which, I mean, I guess you kind of have to in this situation. Yeah. All right, so winners and losers from week three. Um, Jared, you kicked off. Yeah, so uh, my three winners from this weekend are App State. I mean, it was the uh, the Fields game, and it was going to be a letdown, and they, they managed to survive it on college game day coming to Boone as well. Uh, Washington. Washington looks good this year. Had a big win. And then Oregon had a big win. B, number 12, BYU. Those are uh, There's a bunch of winners from this weekend, honestly. But those are the three I picked. My losers are Miami. Like, you can't have that much offense and still find a way to not score. Uh, Arkansas. I put Arkansas. They won. But you cannot play that badly to Missouri State. And the fact that it was coached by your former head coach, Bobby Petrino. On family day. On family day. It's just not a good look. And then Auburn. Auburn's in rough, rough shape. Uh, it's a mess down there. And this, Brian Harson's done for. It's just a matter of time now. Adam, what you got? Uh, my winner for the week is Alabama. Um, it's good to see him bounce back and uh, just kind of dominate once again. Um, my loser is Texas A&M just basically, as long as they keep doing that thing at midnight, I'm, I'm just going to keep putting them in my loser column. Right. This is also known as Adam put no effort into this this week. Yeah. Because these are the, this is literally the exact same thing he had written last week. Still stands. I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So moving on for me, I've got winners, Kansas, Duke, Rutgers, Syracuse, Indiana, Tulane, Washington State, and Oregon State. What other teams all have in common? They're all undefeated. So good for all those programs. And are any of them ranked? Uh, no. Yeah, that's another thing. Kansas should be ranked. Kansas probably should be ranked. Syracuse. Yeah. Eh. The, the rest of these not being ranked don't surprise me. Yeah. Um, Oregon State, I think, is going to be better than people think. Washington State. I've got Oregon State covering this weekend. How, how crazy is it the Pac-12, in the wake of their demise, might actually have a really strong conference this year? I mean, we say that, but then again, they're playing Pac-12 teams. That's true, but I mean, how good can they really be? Well, I think we'll find out this weekend. They've got, a, I think, some interesting out-of-conference matchups. Yeah. No, they're all in the conference. But I got some – Pac-12 gets going this weekend. Um, for losers, I've got both my both of our field games, Troy and Nebraska. Uh, we were wrong on both of them. I don't really count Troy against us because, like, once again, that Hail Mary doesn't happen all the time. Uh, in Florida, because you just suck. You're just not good. There was no reason Florida should have won that game. No. Billy Napier is a fraud. Uh, pickle standing – 
No, he's fraud. Uh, pick up standings. I, you know, naturally, the king is back at the top of the mountain. Uh, I'm back in first after two back-to-back 70-point weeks. Uh, Jared is in second, and our former leader, Adam, is all the Oof. way down. To- Not a good week for your boy. Yeah, you're you losing got all right. <laughs> two out of ten. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Are you actually picking against the spread? What are you doing? <laughs> The funny thing is, uh, NCAA 14 is, is just absolutely terrible. It's got 70 points total. Really? Yeah, it's not going great for NCAA 14 sims. Um, they're picking a lot of bit, they're picking a lot of underdogs that just aren't covering. All right, so moving on to week three previews. We're going to start with the pick'em games. I'm going to pull that up real quick. I haven't actually made my picks yet, but I'll make mine live. I just made my live. Um, all right, so Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite going on the road to Wake Forest. I'm gonna pick Wake Forest to win. You're gonna pick Wake Forest to win. Yeah. That is a terrible pick. I'm going Clemson. Uh, I mean, Jared, I want to go there with you, man. I really do because I don't think Clemson's that good. But I mean, dude, we're talking sick kid, man. Well, either way, they're gonna, I think they cover or they win. There are things in sports that are bigger than the games themselves. There are, but that's on the defensive side of the ball, and I'm still not bought into DJU. I think this is a game that Cape Club Nick takes over. All right. Well, I'm going Clemson. Adam's also going Clemson. Jared's going Wake Forest. Got it. Uh, Florida is going on the road to Tennessee. Tennessee is a nine and a half point favorite. I am going to take the balls. I'm going to take balls as well. Gators. Okay. This is how you got 20 points last week. Um, <laughs> Indiana is going to Cincy in this week's edition of who scheduled this shit. Um, Cincy is a 14 and a half point favorite. Uh, I think I picked Cincy on this one. I've got Indiana. I've got Indiana as well. Let's see. I don't think Cincinnati's offense is that great. Not to win I, I'm going to stick with Cincy, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're that good either. Um, Oregon is a six and a half point road favorite against Washington State. I'm going to take Oregon. Take Oregon as well. I'm taking I think Washington they're turning State. it around. Taking Wazoo. Taking the Cougs. I'm not going to lie. Adam picking Oregon makes me really. Yeah, I, if he wouldn't have picked Washington, if he wouldn't have picked uh, Oregon there, I was going to pick Oregon. <laughs> I'm just fading at him at this point. Um, Northern Illinois is a 25 and a half point underdog heading into Lexington to take on the Wildcats. I'm going to take Kentucky. I know nothing about Northern Illinois, but yeah, I'm taking Kentucky. I've also got Kentucky. Um, Ohio State is an 18 and a half point favorite at home against Wisconsin. I'm going to definitely take Ohio State. I've got Ohio State as well. I mean, Wisconsin's probably going to score zero points. Dude, you say that, but they scored 60. I mean, granted, it was an FCS opponent, or it was not a good opponent. But they yeah. scored like 60 points last week. I know, but I feel like there's a freeze. You point. can't chase last week's points, so I'm also going to go with Ohio State. Um, v- Vandy is a 40 and a half point underdog heading into Bryant Denny. I'm going to take Alabama cautiously here. Same. That's a lot of points. So the funny thing is, it's like 50-50 on who's picked who. Yeah. You look at the – you know what, dude? Give me Vandy. 
Um, Kansas State is heading to Oklahoma. They are a 13-and-a-half-point underdog. I'm going to take Oklahoma. I, I'm conflicted here because I feel like this is a bounce-back game for Kansas State. I think Oklahoma might be riding a little high and, you know, not really paying attention because of the big, everybody thought Nebraska was the team that was going to upset them. But what if it's Kansas State? Yeah. That's where I'm at on the game. I've got Oklahoma. I think they're for real. Right, Kansas, Kansas State it is. Um, USC is a seven-and-a-half-point road favorite going into Oregon State. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon State uh, to cover. Adam, who I'll you got? USC. All right, I'm taking Oregon State, but I'm switching back to Oklahoma. I've got, <laughs> I've got too many too many uh, upsets happening here. This is not realistic. Um, Utah is a 15 and a half point favorite going into uh, Tempe, Arizona, to play the Sun Devils. Field game. I don't think it's going to be a bounce-back game for Arizona. I think Herm Edwards ran that program into the dirt, and Utah's going to win big. I'm with Adam. This is a field game. Um, total points scored in Clemson versus Wake Forest, 69. I've also got 69. I put 68. I put 69 every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the non-pick games. Uh, Iowa State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Baylor. I pick Baylor. Oh, we didn't do any of the NCAA games. Hold on, let me pull those real quick. All right, so NCAA has Clemson winning and covering, Tennessee covering, Indiana upsetting Cincy, Oregon covering against Wazoo, uh, Kentucky winning a nail-biter in overtime against Northern Illinois. That game was actually wild. Kentucky was down 14 heading into the fourth quarter. Um. Wisconsin covers against Ohio State. Vandy covers against Alabama. Kansas State wins outright against Oklahoma. Uh, USC covers against Oregon State. And Arizona State covers against Utah. All right. So, Baylor, Iowa State. Um, I'm going think Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, I'm Baylor here. Yeah, Stone Cold Dave Aranda. Adam, I'll take Baylor. All right. Uh, the game that should have been game day, Duke versus Kansas. Kansas is a nine-point favorite. I'm going Kansas. I'm going to go Duke. I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> for this game, I don't care who wins or loses. I just want – they're both undefeated. I want both teams just to have a good time. You tie. Yeah, if, if possible. But if we could get one, that'd be great. Uh, Kent State versus UGA. UGA is favored by 44. I uh, I mean, obviously, I think Georgia's going to win, but I think Kirby has this thing about embarrassing these smaller schools, so I'm going to pit Kent State to cover. I don't think – also got Kent State. I don't think Georgia will run a score up. After what they did to Sanford, and it's the same story last year. They just don't run the score up. Uh, I'm taking EGA. Uh, Auburn somehow is a seven <laughs> is a touchdown favorite at home against Missouri. I'm going to take Auburn because they're at home. But, man, I don't they're, know. They're at home against Penn State. Yeah. I know, home. but Missouri's really bad. Let's not kid ourselves. Missouri is not Penn State. Yeah. I'll take Auburn, too. I just think – I don't know. I'm going to take Missouri. I think it's like a field goal game. Um, TCU versus SMU is a pick em. I'm going to go with SMU. Uh, I think I'm going to go to SMU as well. They lost this last weekend. I think they, they're going to come out fired up. I'm going to go TCU just to uh, disagree with you all. Okay. Well, we never go back over these. It really doesn't matter. Um, 
Minnesota versus Michigan State. Minnesota's a three-point favorite on the road. I'm going to go Minnesota. I saw a tweet where they've got, like, in the PFF rankings, they've got four of the top players at their position. So, I'm also going with Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, Raheem Ibrahim. It's the quarterback, the running back. The quarterback really surprised me. But he's been there for, like, 20 years. Yeah. Um, I think it was a defensive lineman and a cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. Ibrahim is probably one of the best running backs. Yeah, I remember when he got hurt last year. That was tough. Yeah, that uh, Achilles tear was insane to watch. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame is a one-point favorite on the road at UNC. UNC. UNC, easy. UNC. Uh, I don't know, man. They may be able to score some points against that defense. Because <laughs> that defense is atrocious. I mean, what about Cal? I what feel like Cal's probably got a better defense than UNC does. Maybe. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Texas is a five-point favorite heading to Lubbock to take on the Red Raiders. Oh, I could see Texas getting beat by Texas Tech. I'm going to take Texas Tech to win. I'll take Texas Tech as well. Texas is for real. I'm going to go Texas. Yeah, you have to take Texas. Um, Arkansas is heading to – well, actually, this game's in Arlington. Uh Texas A&M is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking I'm, Arkansas. I'm taking Arkansas. Arkansas, I hate Texas A&M. Uh, Stanford is heading to Washington. Uh, Washington is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Washington again. God, yeah. My, I got Stanford. My man. <laughs> um, no spread on this one. Last time I checked, at least. New Mexico State is heading to Death Valley. Oh, I'm going to take LSU. Whatever the spread ends up. Take New Mexico out, right? (laughs) (laughs) Upset alert. I will not be going to this game because who cares about LSU versus New Mexico State? Is there a spread? Probably not. No No spread? Uh, Let's see. LSU is a 30-point favorite. Uh, yeah, I'll take LSU. Yeah, I'll take LSU as well. Um, all right, so we actually got some NCAA 24 news uh, over the week. Uh, the yeah. transfer portal is confirmed to be in the game, and it looks like the game is exclusively coming to consoles, which is a travesty. Is it like old-gen consoles? No. Okay, well, at least that's good. No, it's not. I'm, I'm I mean, not it's buying, not good. It's not, not good. I'm buying an Xbox to play the new NCAA game. All right, let me, let me run this by you. Let's say it comes out and it's got like perfect tens, like everything you could want. Are you going out to buy another console? No. I, 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 I don't believe you. Uh, I do because I have talked to my wife recently. <laughs> well, it may be okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, my bonus money for next year is already spent. Um, yeah, I'm having a kid. I seriously doubt I'm buying another console. I'm going to Colorado. Um, <laughs> all right, so update into W14 Dynasty that's currently be ongoing. Uh, I had a nail biter with Ole Miss before we started, started recording. Um, we got a couple weeks in the books. Uh, I beat Mississippi State, Florida, and Ole Miss. Uh, Jared beat Tennessee and Missouri, and Bama beat Notre Dame and Kentucky. Bama's, uh, Adam still got one game to get done for this week. Um, how's everybody feel about their team so far? I feel good about my team. I just know I'm going to have to ultimately play you again, so that makes me sad. <laughs> I, I don't know how do you feel. 
uh, not not great. I feel like um, I feel like things go south, and then I just give the ball to Gibbs. Well, so, I mean, the um, good thing is, I mean, you almost took you to overtime, so that's got to be a good sign for you. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some holes in my game. Um, I don't know what I'm doing on defense. On my offense, biggest I'm issue, pretty one dimensional. <clears throat> no, you are very one dimensional on offense. Uh, my biggest issue is I'm playing these other my other dynasty save where all my teams are built like perfectly. And I can just throw it deep, like every play. Jared, you you've seen this in action, yeah. Um, and it's just completely different coming back and playing with a team that's not, you know, hasn't been recruited by me for like six years. <laughs> Dude, is this the Heisman standings from our? This is the Heisman standings from our dynasty. So currently in first, <laughs> actually, let's start at the bottom, work our way up. Uh, fifth place is B. John Robinson from Texas. Fourth place is Kenny McIntosh from UGA. Um, third is CJ Stroud from uh, state. Second is Jameer Gibbs from Bama and first place quarterback, Louisiana State University, Jaden Daniels. <laughs> uh, didn't have a great game against Ole Miss, but Hey dude, that, you know, who's probably going to jump into the rankings after this past week. Keisha Boutte. Yeah, no doubt. I just need to give the ball to Gibbs more. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, Adam. I don't think it is. <laughs> he has uh, to come out. He has to we're about halfway him. through the season, so a little recruiting update as well. Uh, Georgia currently has seven commits, uh, still only two four-stars, and they're ranked as the number 12 class. Um, I have 12 commits, one five-star and five four-stars, and obviously that's the number one class right now. Adam has two commits. Both of those are four-stars, but his recruiting class is ranked 46. It's not great. You're a finisher. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so that's it for the dynasty updates. Adam and I will be playing probably not next week or the week after. So probably like the second week of October. Cause I'm out the entire first week of October. And I will probably be joining you. Yeah. So we may not have an episode the first week of October. Yeah. I may come back. Maybe we should, maybe we should sim our game. No, you're getting the, beat down that you earned hey yeah and we're gonna televise it live on twitch tv slash football lab that's what i had to go through you're gonna have to go through the same thing nah, you're gonna have to <laughs> in fairness it. jared you got hosed yeah and so are you <laughs> uh yeah you're gonna have logan sitting here telling me how much you suck that's gonna be great um all right random topics time uh game of thrones adam what do you think i haven't watched it yet oh dude I know. I haven't watched it's, it. It, in my opinion, is the best episode of the season. I know. So I need to watch it. Um. All right. Well, we'll guess we'll talk about it next week. Um. I don't know who we could bring up for Stetson versus the world this week. Um. Stetson versus twenty nineteen Joe Burrow. Twenty nineteen Joe, Joe Burrow. Stetson versus twenty twenty Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Uh. Stetson. I don't know. I, I, I say I yes. see, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. Dude, shut up. No, 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 no. Shut listen, up. hear me. I'm gonna go with Stetson over Mac Jones just because. Right there, listen, this totally. is this is. I mean, you take it however you want, but Mac Jones totally had the craziest receiving core known to man. I mean, dude, Burrow, Burrow had Jamar chasing Justin Jefferson. But, there was no one within eight yards of Devontae Smith every time he caught the ball that year. 
I mean, it, it, dude. Two both quarterbacks had both quarterbacks had insane talent. Like that's it. But what I'm saying is, is Stetson Bennett has a bunch of freshmen and three stars doing what he's doing. So I'm gonna go with infinitely Stetson. more impressive. Shut up. One hit wonder. It was a COVID year. It doesn't count. Jesus Christ, Malik Willis. Uh, Stetson Bennett or prime Tim Tebow? Malik Willis. Uh, he's a Florida Gator, and true. Yes. Yeah, All right, Stetson Bennett, uh, Bennett or uh, prime uh, Matt Stafford? I'm gonna go with Stetson Bennett. Matt, Staff- really? uh, Matt Stafford had the cannon, but he just didn't have like he couldn't close out the big games. Who's the quarterback y'all had? Aaron Murray. No, I'm not thinking of Aaron Murray. I'm thinking before Aaron Murray. Jake Fromm. No, before that. And Jake wasn't Jake Fromm after Aaron Murray? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like mid 2000s. I mean, David Green. That was early 2000s. No. I mean, mid 2000s, the best quarterback we had was Matt Stafford. We had Matt Stafford, Aaron Murray. There was Joe Cox. Um, Bro, the Titans are losing to the Bills 41 to 7 in the fourth quarter. Oh, DJ Shockley. Oh, DJ Shockley. Yeah, that was like 2005. Yeah. But yeah, he was amazing that year, and then he got hurt, and I was the only. Stetson Bennett or DJ Shockley? Ooh, I'll take Stetson Bennett just for his ability to not get injured. Ah, okay. I said that out loud. Yeah, you just messed that up. Well, uh, Stetson Bennett is a hell of a guy. Stetson Bennett, Jawan Mathis. Stetson Bennett. <laughs> I mean, he's not even starting in Temple. <laughs> uh, all right. So, did anybody? Stetson listen- Bennett, Cardell Jones. I'm taking Stetson. I'll take Stetson as well. Kyle Jones has done nothing since that run. Um, all right. So, did any has anybody heard a game where RG three has been a commentator? I have. What What is your opinion? Uh, honestly, I kind of like him, man. I, I think, think he's fantastic, dude. I, I think, think he's, he's doing a great the best job. Commentators in college football right now, dude. His walkout before him running up the stairs uh, was that at Ohio State? A couple weeks ago? No, no, the walkout before the Notre Dame game got me right. hyped. Yeah. But that was just where he walked out of the tunnel. But no, he like ran up the stairs to get into the press box before the game actually kicked off. I, I guess that's the same game? Yeah, I think so. I think he's killing it, though. <laughs> I think he's I think he's fantastic. Uh, this has gotten brought up because uh, he made some uh, questionable comments during the uh, Big Ten uh, the game this past weekend. Uh, here's some of the ones that he uh, dropped on us. So uh, they have a player called Alex Orgy who scored a touchdown, and he said there's an orgy in the end zone. Um, he's talking about Michael Phoenix Jr. and said that he had big Phoenix en- energy. Um, he called <laughs> snap a premature snapulation. I don't see a problem with any of those. I mean, I think it's great. Dude, those are awesome. I'll tell you those this. So if it's Pat McAfee, nobody would have an issue. That, that's true. That's 100% true. That's a double standard if I ever saw one. That is a double standard. I just wanted to point that out. Um, does anybody else have anything for me to talk about? Or do we want to talk about the chess thing? Yeah, let's talk about the chess thing because I really didn't have much. For anyone who hasn't heard, there is a uh, scandal over a te- chess tournament uh, a couple weekends ago. If you have children, um, now is the time for them to stop listening to the podcast. Uh, I'll give you a, a couple seconds. Yeah, this is uh, this is not shot appropriate. This is an ad- adult scandal. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's so chill. Magnus Carlsen, who has been probably the best chess player in the world for like the last decade, let's just say, uh, he lost to a Russian guy, and after their match, uh, he claimed that the Russian guy was cheating because he had a vibrating butt plug uh, in his butt that was sending him signals on what moves to make. I need to know more information. I mean, like, I pretty much just laid everything out for you. I don't know what other. I know, but like, so like, when you mean more information, like, it, I don't, I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? Like, like what I not. Let's break this down. Like, okay, you you have the butt plug. You probably lubed it up first. Okay, and like, you're it's your turn. Like, what's what's going on? Someone, you know. One, move your pawn. Two, to move your whatever other pieces. I don't know, all the chess pieces. Um, I mean, I'm sure there was like, he probably had like a, a quarterback wristband on that each buzz goes to a certain play. Oh, so you think somebody was like feeding them like he was running through, like he was running it. Yeah, I don't think he was just sitting there like, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> someone else was involved. This was a two-person job, Adam. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Like, yeah, I, yeah, for he, sure. There's a lot of questions there. I mean, that's the only question that I can honestly see. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a two-person job. Fair enough. Um, they played another game earlier today. Um, Carlson let the guy make his first move and then just left the game immediately. Carlson's got a reputation for being kind of a baby. Because he's been, like, the best chess player in the world since he was, like, 13. Yeah, he's been he, – I mean, he's he's good. Is he more dominant, you think, than Joey Chestnut in this field? I don't know, man. I want to say no, but we don't know if Kobayashi could really give Chestnut a run for his money. We'll never know. Tainted legacy. I think um, Kobe or uh, Joey Chestnut was on part of my take, and he was saying that, that I think they were going to do they're going to compete against each other again. Like Kobayashi. In what way? Yeah, but are we talking about like prime? Uh, what way? Are we talking about prime Kobayashi? Or well, like, I think it's something to do with like some contracts or something. But I think it's yeah, like we went over this last year. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think now they're going to be able to to do it. Does Kobayashi still do like competitive eating though? He does. He just doesn't do anything in the states, from what I understand. I don't know, dude. It'll be showdown in the century. That's for sure. Settle it once and for all. All right. Uh, it sounds like nobody else got anything. Yeah, bad. I was looking to see if there was anything that I could think of. Uh, let me browse Twitter real quick. Make sure nothing broke while we were recording. That is Twitch. Say what now? I went to, I went to put Twitter in, but it was Twitch. Um. Yeah, I don't really see anything. So. All right. Well, All right. right. Well, well, this week, uh, go Tigers. Go Dogs. Say it. Roll Tide. <laughs>